Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Madi, where I will discuss real topics with real scenarios and real situations that I'm sure all of you that listen can relate to in some way. Tonight I'll be shedding some insight on the fact that we make a numerous amount of decisions daily and we base that off so many choices and just scenarios that we have to make the decisions on. So, stay tuned. Hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for uh, listening in to Real Talk with Madi. Uh, but before we actually get started, I wanted to make sure that I apologize for not staying on track for the last couple weeks. So it's been a very hectic two weeks, I'll be honest with you. Not necessarily in a bad way, just hectic. And I've been trying to, you know, grasp the whole amount of things that I have on my plate and just keep everything as steady as I can and not lose my mind. Um, I have been able to get back into work slowly, uh, you know, due to the pandemic. My business was a little bit slow. Well, it was completely shut down, actually. Why am I being modest? Uh, we're supposed to keep it real here. Um, I've been completely out of commission with work since March. So now that we're getting back into things and you know, bank halls are opening up and I can start my events. It's been a bit of a transition getting everything going and the baby and all that stuff. So um, as we go into today's topic, I definitely wanted to make sure that I, you know, did apologize for that. I was supposed to put out episode three last Sunday at nine and then I was going to put it out today at nine. And yeah, so we're past that and I'm just going to move on and post it and just keep it going. See, the reality is, guys, I really, really want my episodes to be real. Like, I'm not really faking this. I'm not writing out a script, you know, um, podcast. Do I have notes? Do I read off my notes? Yes, absolutely. I want to make sure that I don't derail to what I want to speak about. But at the same time, you know, this is just me being raw and um, letting you guys know what's going on in my crazy world and how I can somehow maybe shed some light on your crazy world because we all have it and somehow we can each help each other and if I only help one person then that's good enough for me. So today's topic or today's yeah today's topic uh I wanted to discuss choices decisions um and I really want it to be able to go back to the Mahdi that I was and to the Mahdi that I am. And I want to relate those two Mahdis to all my listeners. Some of you guys don't have children, if you're listening, and you will relate to the old Mahdi. And those of you that are mothers, like myself, or even fathers, if there's fathers listening, um, you will relate to the new Mahdi. For my youth, my young people that like to listen and know me because I have such a broad amount of followers and just, you know, amazing people in my life. I don't even want to call them followers. It's not like I'm some sort of a, you know, famous person or anything. Everyone that listens, you know, you guys are, you mean something to me. You follow my journey. You know about my life in some way. And so some way or another, I've impacted you and you've possibly impacted me. So. In saying that, um, I know that I can relate to all of my view, my viewers. I keep acting like if I'm somebody seeing me to all of my listeners. Uh, so the old Mahdi and the new Mahdi. Choices, decisions. 
It's crazy. And this is going to actually connect a lot with what's been going on in the last two weeks. So, and what's also held me back from really recording this sooner because I really wanted to make sure that I was going to say everything I wanted to say and talk about everything I wanted to talk about. The last two weeks, um, I have been dealing with my sister and helping her with her workout plans and fitness journey and her nutrition guide. And it's been such an amazing and incredible experience, I'll be honest with you, because one, I am getting super close to my sister again, and that does mean the world to me to be able to reconnect with my sister in that way with all my sisters, honestly, and even my brother. And two, because it it, it shed a light on something and you know, one of the reasons why I want to talk about decisions and choices, you know, fitness, my sister struggles with, you know, situations with food and metabolism. And I think things that every, a lot of people struggle with, she's definitely not the only person she's not overweight. She's not a person that looks bad at all. And, um, it's just, it's a matter of it's in her head. And she had to make a decision. She had to just like say fine. And and you know what? I give her props because she's try. She always tries to make decisions on this. It's not like she doesn't make this somewhat of a priority. But the reality is, is that it's not like something that she actually loves. Working out and eating healthy per se is not her favorite thing. Like it is maybe for me. But she made a decision. She chose to put so many things aside and follow through with this. And maybe it's because I was there to hold her hand and give her that push. It's possible. Um, I like to believe that I did entail in some way. Because I know, like, for me, the reason why I was able to get through my journey with um, fitness in such an extreme way um, and actually follow through was because I had somebody holding my hand and believing in me. And it's crazy. It's crazy how... Someone can impact you that much to help you follow through on a decision that you want to make. And then there's times that you tell yourself, I want to hit this goal. I want to hit, make, you know, make these decisions and just follow through. And there is no one holding your hand and it's just you that's doing it and telling yourself that you want to do it. Why do we need sometimes for someone to hold our hand to push us to finish? You know, I wonder, like, what's the reason behind that? I know for me, and I think I relate, my sister and I, we really do relate very similar in this situation. Except somewhere along the line, I fell in love with fitness in a way that I never thought that I would. You know, everyone thinks that I've always liked the gym and loved the gym my whole life. I know my family thinks that because I signed myself up at a gym when I was 16. And I used to work out all the time in my house with like a crazy person doing videos at home. But the truth is, I did it because I really thought I was fat and I really was tired of people picking on me about it. And it's not like they were picking on me like I was some sort of an overweight child. But I did always feel like I just didn't look the way that I wanted to look and it was very insecure, super insecure my whole life. And and even though I worked at a gym and I acted like I had, you know, I was good and I worked out and I took my aerobics classes and I got my trainers and I tried every single diet that you can imagine. The reality is, I know I didn't like it that much. I actually hated it. I hated working out. 
I hated eating right. I wanted to eat whatever I wanted to eat. But my goodness, I wanted to wear what I wanted to wear. And I struggled with fitness so much and nutrition so much forever. And it wasn't until 2014, the end of 2014, that then I went in and I got a coach and I decided that I wanted to I wanted to compete. And see, that's the thing with me. I'm a goal setter. So I'm super competitive, like so competitive, it's crazy. And because I was being held accountable with this coach holding my hand, I was like, oh my God, I have to follow through. Like, there's no way that I'm like not going to do this. And here I am starting this, this preparation for a competition weighing like a hundred and almost 150 pounds. I think it was like one, I was wondering like what I'm weighing right now, honestly, in my postpartum, you know, air time. I was like, it might 148, something like that. And my coach got me to compete 16 weeks down the line and I was weighing 115 pounds. And not only 115 pounds, but I was like lean, like 12% body fat, 11% body fat. It was crazy. I was ripped six pack the whole nine yards. And I had never in my life gotten to that point. I had never taken my body physically there. From that point on, I was determined to see what more I could do. Because I reached that point, I knew that so much more was out there for me. So here I am. I made this decision. I followed through with it. And I did it so like, like I poured everything into it, like if it was my passion and it really wasn't. And I see my sister and I see my sister at the time that I started when I did my prep. And I know, and I remember when I did it, how it felt when that person was coaching me through it and making me feel like I could do it. And I did, I did it. The same thing happened to me when I was breastfeeding. So then that's the old Madi, right? With like the fitness goals and like that kind of stuff. And then here I am, the new Madi. And my new choices are, okay, am I going to breastfeed or am I going to formula feed? And I'm nothing against people formula feeding, guys. Please don't take this the wrong way. But I was so determined to do this. Like, okay, I'm going to do this. Even if I don't like it, I'm going to breastfeed and I'm not going to stop. And oh my God, I wanted to stop every single day from the first day I started. But I had people that I would message so that I would hold myself accountable so that they can tell me over and over again that I can't quit, that I was stronger than I thought. And I reached out to these people myself and would get these messages and it would make me stronger. It would fuel me. So lesson is, right, lesson behind all this is there's a decision you want to make on something and you're having a hard time coming through with that decision because I knew I was trying to make a decision in fitness and nutrition forever, just as I know that my sister even was, is, you know, find someone to hold you accountable and push you and it's going to help you get to that you know level that you want. I did the same thing with breastfeeding. I do the same thing with a lot of things. I'll be honest with you. It's something that I definitely notice works. It doesn't always work. But it's something that can work and can help you push because we do need each other to push each push each other to that next level, to that next state. I don't see anything absolutely wrong with that. In that, in choices and decisions and staying on that topic, you know, 
back the old Mahdi aside from you know, my goals were very just like I don't want to say they were mediocre because you know I've always had the dreams I've always been a dreamer and I don't ever want to stop being a dreamer but it's one of the reasons why I didn't want to become a mom at least not definitely not at a young age Oh, well, I'm lying. Why Why am I going to lie about that? I did want to be a mom. But when I saw that maybe that window was closed, I just told myself, you know, you have dreams. You're following your dreams. You're living your passion because of dance. And, and, and I was doing everything I wanted to do. And I wanted to pursue my business. And I wanted it to leave a legacy. And I wanted to make a change, make a difference. You know, that was the stuff that I had in my mind, the goals I would set for myself. I wouldn't think about life insurance. I wouldn't think about retirement. I wouldn't really think about, I don't know, stuff that's probably really important. <laughs> I would just think about, I have this dream and I want to get to it. Like, I'd watch movies and I'd see, you know, these artists, how they started at nothing and they got there because they followed their dream. I believe that I was that same person. This gypsy, honestly, that was me. And I don't regret that one bit. Do I think that anybody needs to stop wanting to follow their dreams? But then you become a mom and oh my God. You know, it's not that my dreams completely went away, but it's almost like you start dreaming for your child. (laughs) You start making all these dreams for them and you know they're going to make their own, of course. But it's just picture is so much bigger right and now now you're thinking about everything else like um life insurance retirement college funds (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy how at one point my decisions were I really think small and now they're just so big because everything every decision I make is going to be Affecting my son. It really is. It's going to be affecting my son. So my goals, they haven't all completely changed. I still want to follow my passion and my dream. And I want my business to continue to aspire. And listen, I know if you follow me and you know my life, you know that I do a million different things. And I know there is a saying that says, okay, jack of all trades and a master of none right? Some will say that that's, that's me. Oh my God, Maddie, you do so many things. You, you run all these businesses, you work with Monet, you work with TLC now, and now I'm looking into another, um, business that I venture that I want to do. And on top of that, I run my entertainment business and then I coach people for fitness and I try to do fitness plans for them. Um, and like, like how much more things can you do? Like, why don't you just get good at one? Well, the reality is, I believe in streams of income from all over. That's one. And I'm very good at multitasking. I am like super genius at it. Like if anybody knows me really well, they will attest to the fact that I am like no other when it comes to it. And I can handle doing all these different things because it's the way that I function. It's the way that I work. It's the way that I breathe. And I honestly am the master of big time hustling. Okay. That's just who I am. And the moment I had a kid, it just went up like three notches. So now I'm like, I'm not going to stop my dream. And that goes back to even with fitness. I'm not just going to give that up and stop it. 
when the person that helped me get through it and held my hand, I'm not going to throw away all that coaching, all that time, all that training to get myself to where I want to, where I am so confident and not as insecure as I was once was. And do I still have insecurities? Yes, but definitely not the same. I'm not going to throw all that away. I want my son to be proud of me, to be proud of the fact that I can still venture into my dreams, into the things I want to do, but still, but still work and hustle because you know what? I want to give him the best life possible. I don't want my kid to suffer when it comes financially at all. So yeah, I'm going to do Monet, I'm going to do TLC, I'm going to do whatever other company that comes up because if I can make a stream of income through all of it, I'm going to do it. And it's not that I don't want to make the millions off those streams of income, it's just that I really want to make the millions off my passion and my dream. And that's the truth. That's just a decision that I have made and a choice that I have followed through with. And I just don't believe in giving up. I am so competitive. I'm such a goal setter when it comes to that. And I, I, I'm a stickler. If there's one thing about me that you will learn is that I'm consistent I'm so consistent in everything. It's like, goodness gracious. When it comes to running, I'll just consistently stay on track. I won't quit. I won't stop. <sighs> I have a breathing pattern. I I push through consistently with everything. It's just the way that I roll. <sighs> I know I've talked about a lot of different things. Okay, so I started off with the comparison of me and my sister with fitness because it's just choices that we make and decisions that we make for ourselves to better ourselves and in our case it had to do with you know a goal physically for you it could be something else and I use it as a comparison with my sister because I thought it was nice to share that with someone so close to me and yet we've had such a distance in our lives for so many other reasons and now that we are getting close again and sharing this together it's just pretty awesome and it's something that's happened to me in the last couple of weeks. And I figured I'd throw it in there because it has to do with choices and decisions. And then I wanted, you know, to also bring up the fact that I am very competitive and I make my choices and decisions and I push through and I never give up on them. And that's just who I am. And these past two few weeks, I thought about it to myself, like, yes, I choose to clean my house and stay on top of things with my son and be this Mother Teresa, right? No, listen, I cook food for my kid. I cook all his food. Um, I prep all my food as well. Um, and I try my hardest to stay on top of all the promotions that I have to do, with all the businesses that I run and, you know, dance and train my dancers the best way that I can, give them at least the best training that I can and come up with, you know, new ideas and new things and just all of that within a week's time frame there is never enough hours in a day but I'm sure everybody can relate to that right so these decisions and these choices that we make you know sometimes they have consequences Uh, sometimes they're good decisions and sometimes they're bad decisions I know that in my crazy gypsy life I made a lot of bad ones a lot of bad financial ones and I'm choosing now that I really, really want to work hard at not making any of those bad decisions ever again because I know now they're going to affect another life and that really like it's like another motivation right it's like that coach that I needed when I did my competition it's like those people that I held accountable when I breastfed well now my son is my accountability for not messing up when it comes to the finances crazy life is crazy and you know I was thinking to myself like you know 
let's compare decisions and situations and all that to game of blackjack, right? So the dealer represents the situations that need decision making, the choices that you have to kind of make. And then the cards that the dealer puts out, which, you know, when you're playing the game, represent the, the outcome. And some people will say that those outcomes are luck or you know, based on the decisions you make, the people that are around you on the table when you play, the, decision, the, the decisions they make can affect the outcome of your game. Sometimes that happens in real life, right? Like we are affected by the people around us. Um, they'll say that we are a product of our, um, of like, you know, the way we were brought up. So of our surroundings, you know, I don't want to blame the fact that I came from like a poor home and I wasn't guided right financially. I don't want to blame my mom or anybody for my stupid decisions. A lot of people do that because it's easier that way. I'm a firm believer that you have to just take the good with the bad and just make the best of it. And we're all given a different deck of cards in our life. And there are moments that they're going to be winning cards and there's going to be moments that are going to be losing. And really, within all those failures and all those losses, that's just going to make you the better person. So it's really not the end of the world. It's just a matter of learning from them and growing from them. So these decisions that we make on a daily basis, choices that we make, we have to, you know, follow through with them and accept them, even the bad ones. I really believe that even the bad ones, we have to like, you know, accept and take them in and, and evaluate why they were bad so that the next time we do better. And you can have all those bad situations to use when you become a parent um, or you mentor someone. For me, I always use all my situations, all my bad decision-making to mentor my students all the time. And I felt like I had a great connection with my students when it came to that and talking to them and staying, you know, keeping them grounded. And now I feel like I could pass all that on to my son, which is pretty damn awesome. And so, you know, for me, these decisions that I make on a daily basis, they mean something. You know, I don't just say, oh, I'm going to do this today because whatever. Oh, my God. I write to-do lists on a daily basis. I don't know if you guys do that, but do I have affirmations I tell myself. I love to remind myself that I love, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself on a daily basis. I love to, you know, thank God daily for everything I have and everything I don't have. Um, I try really, really hard to accept every decision that I've made, good, bad, the ugly, you know, and take responsibility for them because I haven't been perfect and I've tried really hard to be the best person that I can be, but I know that I haven't made always the best decisions. But I know that I have a good heart and I know that I have good intention. And I think that that is so much more important. So if you are the old body and you're not thinking about future and just living through life, like, you know, floating by, hey, 
enjoy it, I guess. No, definitely enjoy it. But take the time to evaluate the fact that there's so much more out there. And I'm not saying you should have a kid because of it. But I wish that I would have opened my perspective mentally without needing to have a son. Sometimes it makes me sad to think that I needed to do that to recognize things even within my own family. But for whatever reason, that's just the way that it worked out. And, you know, you, you can't dwell in the past. You just have to move forward. But I am very, very clear-minded about every decision I make now and every choice I make because I know that Jacob is going to be directly affected by it. And I don't want to fail him at all. So he's holding me accountable on a daily. <sighs> you know, this was really good for me. I'm, I enjoy getting all this out. Um, I really hope that something that I said <laughs> within my topic today made sense to to anyone that was listening. And hopefully, if you are dealing with a decision or a choice in your life at this moment, you're able to take what I've said and, and make some sense out of your decisions that you're doing right now. Maybe you're having a hard time holding yourself accountable. I don't know. Um, but I hope you can get through it. I know you can get through it. Um, we just have to do it. And don't wait for the next day to do it. Don't say that you're going to do it on Monday because it's the beginning of the week. Just do it because you know you have to do it. And um, get it done. I remember Mari told you. <laughs> All right, guys. This is me saying have an amazing week. And um, I will hear. I would hope that you guys listen in again next week. And I'll try to be right back on track with episode four following Sunday at 9 p.m. I promise you, stay tuned. And again, if you want to follow me on Instagram and check out my, you know, what's going on in my life, follow me at Madi, one and only underscore. Take care.